Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting. With news not heard in the news, the International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personal life journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Today's the day to wave your magic wand and get ready because we do believe our guest, Margaret Ann Limbo, directs life as if she is an orchestra director with a humongous feather in each hand for she has been taken creativity to the very top. Margaret shares with us her three recent publications, The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, two Archangels and Gemstone Guardians cards, and the cord cutting, releasing the energetic ties of the past. When you hear what else she's done, you'll understand why we are certain Margaret Ann Limbo sleeps with one eye open and works around the clock. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. And all the things that's been going on with uh, Margaret, you could I am really surprised that she can sleep at all. Um, <laughs> Margaret is also the author of the award-winning Chakra Awakening, the Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones. She has some cards, the Angels and Gemstone Guardian cards, and some CDs that are out, Color Your Life and Crystals with Crystals and Nine Spoken Other Audio CDs. And she's a creator of... Uh, aroma energetic sprays including smudge and spray and seven chakra sprays she's a spiritual entrepreneur and practitioner aromatherapist and owner of the crystal garden bookstore and uh, she has a spiritual which is if she works it like i did my my bookstore it's actually a spiritual center as well as a bookstore welcome margaret we're so glad wow thank you so much. I mean, my jaw dropped when I heard that amazing, and I'm not kidding. If you could see me, you would see. I mean, I almost was brought to tears. Thank you for your amazing kudos, both of you. <laughs> well, most of your books have been around crystals, and, and in fact, your bookstore is called, you know, the Crystal Garden. Yes. So, uh, what created this uh, new interest in aromatherapy? Well, it's really not that new, to be honest with you. I have been playing with and working with essential oils since the early 80s, back when I was still a mortgage banker, believe it or not. So before I even opened the Crystal Garden, I was already um, learning about and and playing with. And I say playing with because I I felt like I had to, you know, hang out with them and get to know them. Um, well, early, like 1980, 81, something like that. Um, and then, because life evolves, as it always does, I started, you know, creating products for myself, you know, blends, 
and then eventually, you know, started my own line, and I actually wholesale my line internationally at this point. So the Crystal Garden also has a wholesale division as well, which is why I wow. think the one I opened. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, can you tell the, our listening audience exactly what aromatherapy is? Aromatherapy is the use of essential oils, most often and most recommended through inhalation or application. So when inhalation, it could be directly inhaled through the nose, uh, you know, through the breath, essentially, and then that goes right to the limbic system of the brain, whereas um, through the olfactory system to the limbic system of the brain. And, And then if you use it topically, which I usually recommend on the soles of the feet with the carrier oil, which I can explain in more detail in a little bit, um, then that application gets into your bloodstream and helps affect you in a positive way. You know, diffusion, which is a a form of inhalation, which is like spraying something or um, putting it in some kind of an aroma uh, burner where you can diffuse it into there or even just on on your stove top and have some boiling water and drop a few drops in We'll diffuse it into the air, and then everybody can inhale it. That's just like a very superficial touch on how essential oils and aromatherapy can start to impact your life. So it sounds like anybody could use this. You really can. Anybody really can. And the thing that I've learned through, um, you know, working with essential oils, it's always best to look it up, to research it. I mean, to this day, even within my own book and other people's books as well, if I missed something, which I, I really feel like I was very thorough, um, I feel like it's very, very important to do the research because let's say someone has very low blood pressure and we end up using an essential oil like clary sage or sweet marjoram, both of which lower the blood pressure. So it's good if you have high blood pressure. Um, but let's say someone has low blood pressure and they start using that essential oil, they can make their blood pressure even lower and go into a healing crisis. So these these essential oils that we're talking about or that I'm talking about with you and sharing in the world, I'm referring to real therapeutic quality medical grade oils versus the fragrance, which the fragrance is lovely. There's nothing, you know, I love my perfumes, but um, essential oils are different when you're using them because they're therapeutic in nature. Margaret, I'm just thinking, I I, I was just thinking if, for instance, you had a particular um, essence you've put together whereby it really works to support balancing the system, like, you know, it seems to me if you put it out into the air, it's just, wow, it goes into the breath, you know, it, it uh, you actually it goes directly into the system in a in a different kind of way, and uh, I can. Is there anything in particular that one could put on their stove and let it go out into the air, where you know it it would really seem to balance the system? It depends on what you're balancing. So you know that. So if let's say you want more emotional balance, that let's say there's people in the household. Uh, or yourself or loved ones feeling challenged by their emotions or by PMS, menopause, hysteria, 
uh, uh, anger, emotional upset, anything along those lines, which occurs to all of us at some point in our lives. You know, we're not walking around as saints. So, um, and that now those those challenges could arise for a number of different reasons. I created a blend that called Euphoria, and it's a combination of some of the um, formulas like lavender, uh, clary sage, and then there geranium and some others. And what that does is it helps to calm you down and bring emotional well-being and feeling like everything is okay. It could be maybe likened to a, you know, a uh, a valerian or valium version of essential oils. You know, it's very good for calming everything down. Hmm. So that's like one example. But anti-ms, anti is another where it's a blend of oils. But just single mode oils, like something, let's say, if uh, everybody, if you want just a general sense of calmness and you want to just use one oil, lavender. Lavender. Oh, right, lavender. lavender has, is that one of your favorites, Paul? Yes, yes, it is. I carry Mine it with too. me when I travel. That's well, that, you know, that's really awesome because, um, especially now, we have, we have these eclipses that are working with people in a, in a very kind of harsh way. And so uh, that sounds really wonderful that they could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it, because it really affects. So, you know, like I also like to put them into to, to misters or spray bottles. So another way that I sell euphoria or that a person could use a blend, it doesn't have to be my my particular, um, although I always welcome sales, but you can, you can get like a, let's say a two-ounce spray bottle and put, uh, fill it up the majority of the way with water, and then put, let's say, about three milliliters, which you may need to type that to know what that is, but let's say 30, 60. So that's about 90 drops, if you will, of, of, of a blend or an essential oil. Give it a good shake every time right before you use it, and then spray it on and around you, and then it will it will have an, it won't get so lost in the air like a diffuser like the old-fashioned way of putting a stove, you know, on stovetop water boiling scenario. You can get the immediate result, and you can use it in your car, on the airplane. In fact, smudge and spray is used for clearing negative energy and bringing in blessings and love, and that that is in a spray bottle to help really clear negative energy and refill it with blessings. And so that's with anything. When you're traveling on a plane, you know, the uh, trays and everything are loaded with germs. Does lavender help uh, with that aspect? I mean, the, actually, yeah. Yes. I, yeah, so I, what I would do, um, and I have done, I sometimes use a blend that I make called Anti-M's Anti, but you can also use just straight up, let's say that's the only bottle, which is like, if I was to pick one bottle of essential oils to always carry, it would be lavender and maybe second peppermint. But any essential oil that you might have I would say the majority of them, and now this is a very broad stroke, so, you know, with all due respect, the majority of them are in some way antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, antiseptic. So it's better to, you know, maybe, you know, get the, it'll dampen uh, a cloth, like a handkerchief or a tissue with some water first and put it on a couple of drops of the essential oil on it and then wipe down, wipe down those, counters and you're on the airplane and then it also puts it in the air and if it's lavender it will calm everybody down so if there's anybody who's nervous nearby or somebody nearby that's coughing 
you know, you can just put it on yourself or near and you inhale it, and it's still going to get into the air. Hmm. Wow. So what's peppermint good for? <clears throat> peppermint I like when I need to wake up, <laughs> for one. Oh. I, uh, you know, like if I'm getting really sleepy while I'm driving, let's say, or if I have a slight headache, thank goodness I don't get a lot of headaches. So let's say uh, I am getting one. That's a nice one just to inhale it. I just open the bottle. Deep breath, and then before you know it, I find myself relieved of that headache, um, uh, especially if it's sinus-related or uh, something along those lines. So, you know, there's many others. Sweet marjoram is great for headaches. Very, very effective, and it calms things down quite a bit. So is lavender. Lavender is a good go-to. Simple, easy, you know, with so many things. Well, this lady that I go for, uh, for a massage, she uses peppermint. So I asked her she's why she gets it. Yeah, in the massage oil. Uh huh. So I, I asked her to rub it all over the body. I, I've never experienced that. That would be a little ouchy, I would think. Yeah, I know. So it's, yeah, is I, it? Um, not really, but I just asked her because I thought it speeded up your system versus um, calming it. I get it. it. Yeah. I would think that that would kind of like, I, I kind of stay away from putting peppermint all over my body because, you know, you definitely want it away from your mucous membranes. But if you're comfortable, it's definitely an agitate, uh, you know, would have more of an agitating uh, aspect to it. It's definitely a very clean and fresh smell. Um, and I'm opening my book to that page. How do you like that? So let's see on on the on the physical level, so headaches, congestion, stay awake while driving. I said that, didn't I? Um, relieves itching and irritation, of mosquito bites. Oh, it's very good in foot lotion. That's why I, I have used this to refresh and relieve aching feet. So if maybe there's some congestion in the body and she wants to try to get things moving, it's also good for digestion. And yeah. Um, yeah. maybe that's from that perspective. So the yeah. movement of the circulation within the body, I think you're, you know, you're moving things around. Yeah, that makes but a lot I, of sense. Yeah, but under under four-year safety, I do list, as I had indicated when we were just talking before I opened my book, possible skin irritants. Yeah. Don't apply it no. to sensitive areas, mucous membranes, or private parts. Keep it away from your eyes. Yeah, you yeah. Small quantities, you know, so it would... Definitely, and so that's important to know about essential oils, working with essential oils regardless. Even as I've been doing this 30 years now, right, more than 30, I still always look it up. I even wrote a book about it. I still look it up. You see, I went to my book, right? (laughs) You just want to to double check. Uh, So does peppermint speed up your body? Like if you had high blood pressure, would it make your blood pressure higher? Uh, it's invigorating. Um, I don't know if it would actually increase your blood pressure. I don't know. I don't. I don't I've, think so. You feel I've like heard rosemary. No, I just thought because I just thought it was like kind of speeded up things, and I thought, well, maybe that would. Um, mm-hmm. But I heard uh, rosemary increases your blood pressure. It does. It does. Yeah. And and it and you know peppermint is a vasoconstrictor, and that that does narrow the blood vessels. So that could possibly. I'm not a medical, you know, I'm not right. a medically trained aromatherapist, just so you know. 
but if it's going to narrow the blood vessels, I would think that that would um, increase the blood pressure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So those are things we, we always should ask before we use a particular or look up before we use particular um, oils. or So it's a good thing we're bringing these things up. I think so. Now, is there something that would could be used for uh, arthritis for yeah, people that have, like... Know, yeah, go ahead, uh, people that have... Yeah, just aches and pains in, in their joints and they have arthritis. Yeah, so in general, the aches and pains, just a few individual uh, single notes or an individual oil. Uh, aches and pains first, I'll say sweet marjoram is helpful. Eucalyptus is helpful which is why those are often used in spa and spa treatments. Um, lemongrass is very good for muscular pains and aches. And then for working with um, uh, healing or realigning, let's say, aches and pains from arthritis, in addition to, I always go to, that's Hippocrates saying, let's do be thy medicine. So in addition to being mindful of what kind of foods we're ingesting, because it really does make a difference. Um, then I would go, say, uh, to make sure something like birch or wintergreen or a combination that I've created that's called angel Jesus. It's like a play on words, analgesic, angel Jesus. But I think that I have to name a few because I don't have my formulas memorized. Um, I'm sure it has birch in it. I'm sure it has wintergreen. I probably put lavender in it. And I think spikenard is in there and maybe cedarwood. And so blending oils, making a synergistic blend, can often help very much also. And then for arthritis, depending on what kind of, like how much you have of it in your physical body or if it's just in one gnarly little finger or one knee, then I would, um, I would first say make sure you use a carrier oil. So I want to mention that it's beneficial and very helpful, first, not to waste the oil, and secondly, to get it to distribute well is to put it in a carrier. And a carrier literally carries the oil. Like an unscented hand lotion is one of my favorites to use. It's just so easy that way. You put a couple of dollops of the oil, of the lotion in your hand and a couple of drops of what you're going to apply, emulsify it, put, you know, rub your hands together in, your, in the palm of your hand, and then apply it to that area, whether it's the finger, the knee, the toe, whatever it is. Um, so the other thing is to really, I really highly recommend applying it to the soles of the feet. Just massage right in. But you can also use olive oil, canola oil, sweet almond oil, you know, like so even household oils that you might have for cooking, something to carry it and, and get it so that it goes into the system better. Does that make sense? Yes. How about coconut oil? Coconut is fabulous. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Very much so. Good. Good. Um, I'm in your book. You have you've talked about animals and planets and zodiac signs and chakras and numerology and uh, the divination for each of the sixty essential oils in your book. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that, how you've included all of this? Yeah. So, you know, I really wanted to help myself and the people that I interact with as well as people reading the book 
to understand a vibrational aspect of an essential oil, that it's not just um, therapeutic quality, which in itself is amazing. You know, just that aspect is fantastic. But to get to know the essential oil, you would, um, I've associated for every single of uh, each of the 60 um, essential oils, for example, uh, an animal association. So this is based on animal medicine or animal totems or just knowing an animal, what kind of qualities that animal has and how it might be associated. And I'm just using this as one of the many examples. But, for example, lavenders, because that's an easy one for us to talk about because most people know what that smells like and how it makes them feel. So the animals associated with lavender, I, I tagged the kittens and puppies, kittens and puppies. Mm-hmm. They're cute, <laughs> they're comforting, they're feel-good vibes, right? Yeah, right. So I did that with that in mind. And likewise, because of my knowledge of astrology that I practiced in also the early 80s, I think I started studying it. Well, actually, I started studying on some level back in grade school, believe it or not, (laughs) but more seriously in the 80s. I I chose the signs that I felt associated with lavender for various reasons. So in, in for lavender, I have Aquarius, Virgo, and Leo, and the planets of Chiron and Earth, Moon, and the Sun. So with these things in mind, what it does is it expands all that we know, feel, connect with in regard to a given essential oil. And then as far as affirmations and divine guidance, I make Everything, everything I do, I find a matching positive thought to. I feel like if we can always use all the things that we have available to us and match it with a positive thought form and affirmation, then that can be a daily practice, uh, a moment-to-moment practice, because everything we think creates our reality. And, and I know you guys know that, and I believe most people might know that, everything we think and feel. So for lavender, an affirmation I have is, I am healthy, whole, and complete. Peace and serenity are mine. I relax and breathe deeply, knowing all is well. I am grateful for sound, sleep, and pleasant dreams. And, yeah. I, and there are other oils that might apply to that affirmation. Do you have the affirmations in your book? I do. Every oh, single great. essential oil... So the way it's set up is like that there's a, a key phrase, the botanical name, the note, the method of extraction, what parts of the plant or flowers were used, the fragrance, how did this description, color, the chakra, astrological signs, the planets, the numbers, the animals, the elements, and then it goes into in more written format versus a list, an affirmation, what complementary gemstones associated with that particular essential oil, what flower essences, which are different than essential oils. And I could go on and on and on, because, but I, I'll, I'll take a breath and let you go. <laughs> question. Well, my gosh, I just, I, it's amazing me. I'm getting, I'm getting God bumps all over my body listening to you. I, this is like, you know, this book is, it would be something that you could read and you could incorporate and and understand more about the frequencies and the vibrations that can, you know, 
even maybe looking at a color would, you know, bring you real peace. I know that there's a, a special violet color that, like a rose violet, that's so beautiful. When I look at it, it just brings me really peace. I mean, it just really amazing, and I see it around me all the time. And I, I, you know, just having this book, and you have the chakras and the numbers and and the animals. You know, people have these yeah. things in their life, and it's pretty amazing that you've. How long did it take you to write this book? This one took me about two years, I would say. You know, when I think back, I think it's uh, it's about two years to, to really complete it because I, um, I I also don't have, I don't have, the, like, the therapeutic qualities memorized. I don't know that. Um, I, I had to do research on the more uh, physi- physi- physical aspects of it. I knew some of it, you know, and I've been using them and playing with them and working with them. So that part was research. And then the other part is I had to have enough time to be quiet and contemplate, you know, and be with an essential oil while still running businesses and giving workshops and et cetera, et cetera, which is like you would, you said so sweetly. I, I'm going to have to re-listen to the beginning of the show again because you got me all jazzed about how sweet you said that. But some for a while during the time writing the book, I wasn't sleeping that much because I was writing. Now, did you um, sit with the essential oil and actually allow it to talk to you, allow it to tell you what it wanted you to say about it? A lot of times I did. But some of them I knew well enough from because I'd been blending oils for many years. I would say I'd been blending oils for about... 15 years, like really on a more serious level, you know, longer than that for sure, but, you know, as a professional, I, I've been blending. And so when you're blending and using essential oils and bottling, because we hand bottle all the Crystal Garden uh, essential oils are all hand bottled, you get to know the oil. You're working with them on a regular basis, either filling a bottle or blending. So that I got to know quite a few of the essential oils so that gave me a head start. But some that I didn't use on a regular basis, yeah, I had to sit with. And because most of the time I um, have a more clairaudience nature, meaning I can I hear the answer, I hear the guidance, I would sit and listen and wait till it came to me, you know. And and it yeah. worked. It worked. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's it's a way to build up your own confidence too, you know. Oh wow, this is working. <laughs> yeah. So, do you um, work because you are so into crystals and, and gems? Uh, did you, do you work with the the gems and the oils together? I do I do I didn't always, and then um, when I started, I'm realizing that well, it had kind of evolved. So it evolved from using holy water. So we'll start there. So for many years and growing up Catholic, let's start there. Growing up Catholic, holy water was a normal part of my life. And then anytime um, we were sick, my mother would put holy oil or holy water on us because that's the way she was, which I love. Very nurturing. And then when I started traveling, I started collecting holy waters from all over the world. You know how you can go into the church, you know, and and, and the church, you know, Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. 
I would do that. And then and then in cases when I started doing sacred sites journeys, I used to bring people to sacred sites. There were some of those churches were so ancient that I would create the essence the um essence while I was at the church using water that I had to drink and then created the, the vibration. And then before I knew it, when people found out that I was creating uh, you know, fast forward to when I'm creating these blends, found out that I, I use holy waters and sacred site essences inside of my, my, uh, my, I call them aroma energetic blends. Then people started bringing me holy water or water from sacred rivers like the Ganges or the uh, Knock Island or just, uh, you know, all over. I have chalice well water that I collected myself. So there's various ways that these waters came into my life. And then I came to my awareness. My goodness. It makes so much sense to add the vibration of rocks, these different gemstones that I feel like I know them so well now. Why not add another layer of vibration to this? And so I started making gemstone essences. And those are incorporated like in all my chakra sprays and Mother Mary spray and Kuan Yin spray, and the list goes on, you know. So mm. they're fun to make, too. They're really easy. Anybody can do it. And I even explain it inside the book as well and how to make them and what I recommend for what reasons, you know. You know, that's it, a good idea. Makes me, makes me want to cry. I was, I'm going to I'm gonna be traveling in um, Spain and different areas where there's Catholic churches, so I'm going to do that. Glad we mm-hmm. talked to you before I left. So that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Wow. In your book, you have things about archangels and ascended masters, and they're listed in the book. Um, in fact, you have a whole such section that's dedicated to them. Why did you include it, and how uh, can this be integrated with essential oils? Well, I. Um well, I wrote the Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones. So that was the first essential guide I wrote. Um, I realized that gemstones had archangel associations. So one thing leads to another. And because I think in gemstones, I think in rocks, <laughs> what I realized is that if the complementary gemstones for an essential oil are listed, then it would make sense that then that would give me like a clue as to which archangel would be associated with that essential oil. And and, and then once I did the matching, you know, I really looked and, and did a matching back and forth with researching with my own, within my own books, within my own content, I realized how profound it is that I could look to, and I'll use lavender as an example again. Let's say amethyst and ametrine are both uh, complementary gemstones for lavender. Well, then it made sense to me to go and look and say, ah, well, the Ascendant Master Saint Germain would be perfect as a complementary vibration, right? Doesn't that make sense? Right. Yeah, sure does. Yes, the flame. Exactly. So then what I did is I did that throughout for every single essential oil. I made sure it included in the in the paragraph about the spiritual uses of the essential oil because I list the spiritual use, the mental use, the emotional use, and the physical use. 
And then what I did then is then compiled a list at the end of the book so that I love books that have easy lookup, easy reference. Because as a bookseller, because I'm a retailer, a bookstore owner, it, it makes sense to me because people want to look things up. You know, they, they ask a question to me or my staff and say, do you know what blah, blah, blah is good for? It's like, okay, well, let me make sure my books that I write have these appendices and these lists so it's easy for someone to go and look up, oh, what essential oils are good for the third eye chakra or what, you know, essential oils are good for clarity or to align with the divine or associated with a unicorn. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, your book is a book that everybody should have in their library for sure, and especially bookstore owners, as you say. Well, that's well, really exciting because it has to do with health, you know, and without health, guess what? <laughs> There's nothing, you know, actually. And, uh, do you, do you have rituals that you use? Do you have set rituals or rituals that you use the uh, essential oils or the stones or all together or do you do any rituals? No, I don't do a lot of ritual. Maybe I do ritual and I'm not aware of it anymore because it's so ordinary. Let me think about that question. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I think we all have rituals or traditions, let's say. So, like, well, like one, on the eclipse. I, I guess you could call it a ritual when I cleanse every time I, I do a session with, you know, I'm with somebody in a private session before they come in the room and while I'm setting up for whatever type of session it is because I do a variety I will spray the room with smudge spray um, or, you know, or spray the gemstones that I might be using to do gemstone readings with them. I'll spray it with a smudge and spray. Um, So I guess in that form I will. And and often, you know, we're cleaning another ritual is cleaning my countertops with essential oils. In the kitchen, after I cook and it's the end of the night and I'm finishing up, I love to spritz the counter and clean it with as a final cleanse with essential oil. Wow, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I made two, three products. They're in the Auntie M series, Auntie M, Aunt Margaret, that's me. And and they're <laughs> all in the realm of disinfecting. So Auntie M's kitchen and bath, Auntie M's bed linen and bathroom air freshener, you know. Mm-hmm. And those are those the disinfecting. So it's a ritual, but it's also for, a re, you know, a real, um, you know, earthy kind of a purpose. Well, wow. as far as rituals go, I was thinking of eclipse, you know, on the eclipse. You know, some people do certain things on eclipse, and and I thought, well, and, maybe and you could I use... do more like um, drumming yeah. circles, or like tonight I'm doing a cord cutting ceremony at my store, and then tomorrow night is a full moon drumming circle. You know, as close to the eclipse and the full moon as possible. And that's, you know, with my schedule. So I, I then, I, of course, that I do, I guess my go-to one is smudge and spray because I will spray smudge and spray and pass it around for everybody to spritz themselves if they will want to, which instead of using smoking, there's also sage and cedar spray or Palo Santo spray, which could be used for the same purposes. But so do you, so I, I'm just curious, do you, do you have, um, like, a ritual that has to do with essential oils or crystals or or anything. I, I love to learn about other people's rituals or traditions. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. She has a full book of it. Uh, Le, uh, Rob, Robin LaPlante. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, she uses uh, stones and sprays, and she 
she has a whole book on rituals. Oh, so does my friend, um, The Joy of Rituals, I think it's called, or something like that. Her name is Barbara Bizu, B-I-Z-O-U. She's well-known for that, too. So, yeah, those people listening that really want to learn more about that, those are both good, I bet. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you have a second book. It's called The Archangels and Gemstone Guardians Cards. And uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your deck of cards and how they are different from other oracle cards. Um, I noticed that you use both sides of the cards. (laughs) Wow. I do. I do. My first deck, the Angels and Gemstone Guardians cards, and the Archangels and Gemstone Guardians cards, which just came out, are two-sided cards. And so that's different than any cards I've seen so far. And um, on one side will be the gemstone. And a question for contemplation, because I really think it's powerful to do contemplative work. And then um, then on the second, underneath it, um, so on that same side of the card will be... Um, some divine guidance or some wisdom information, talk, conversation. And then when you flip the card over, there's an angel, or in this case, on this deck, it's an archangel associated with that gemstone that got derived from my book. <laughs> um, and then with, with their positive thoughts, their affirmations. And those affirmations are also from the original, you know, from the book. And and so it was a way to compile it in a different way because I also do a lot of training for um, I teach classes on um, crystals and gemstones and and essential oils and and as such. But like for people who are learning about gems and want to learn gemstone identification, number one and two, what they're good for, it's like another tool. Like remember flashcards? Right. It's like a flash. It's like a flashcard. So you can use it as a, a positive thought tool, as a training tool to teach yourself, but also for spiritual awareness and awakening of your own consciousness and becoming, getting to know thyself, get to know thyself even more. And then, of course, always as an oracle. I mean, they're always these, both of these decks are, are oracle cards, and they can be combined with other types of readings like uh, um, tarot card readings, or people who do angel readings. After all, they're still angel cards. <laughs> now, I, I'm curious, is there a card that you can pull for Paula and I today? I'm shuffling. I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> Good, yeah, per- perfect timing it. test. <laughs> oh, interesting. How fun that this came out. So the, the the card that jumped out of the deck is a relationship quartz crystal. And I and it's for because I think the reason I said it's interesting is because it's for two people. You are in a relationship. You are partners in the radio show and maybe in other stuff that I'm not even aware about. But so in as for you now as individuals to contemplate this question, are you ready to meet the love of your life or reignite your connection with your partner? And then mm-hmm. the wisdom teaching is cultivate the loving relationships in your life. Change your mindset to think as a we rather than an I to attract or renew more love in your life. So that could be platonic or it could be romantic. 
And then when you turn that over, the card is Archangel Chamuel. And the positive affirmation is, I attract healthy, harmonious relationships into my life. My colleagues, friends, and family respect me and accept me exactly as I am. It's wonderful to be liked and loved so much by such wonderful people. And I think that's perfect because I did not realize that you guys have been on the air for 20 years. Yeah, 20 plus. 20 plus. (laughs) So that is a long relationship. It's been marvelous. You know, I think it's a shock. You know, you just kind of, we just kind of get excited about everything. It's kind of like, wow, we can do this. Or did you hear that? Or, I mean, it's like, uh, wow. It blows me away to think it's been that long because it doesn't seem that long. Yeah, right. Oh, jeez. That's profound. You know, it it takes a lot to maintain a relationship. You both are really, you know, obviously good at what you're doing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the radio for that long. (laughs) It's a long time to have a radio show. Congratulations. Plus, we have to do it now from two two separate areas. You know, we're about uh, three hours apart. So we have to coordinate things in a different way now. So that's been something new to our relationship. <laughs> well, and, you know, the, the nice thing about uh, that can help you, obviously, you know this, is with technology now, it's, it's an amazing tool, right? So we have so many offerings and keeping in touch and keeping in communication, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of that, you are on Blog Talk also. Um, you do you do guided meditations. You want to talk about that? I do. You know, it's interesting. Um, I have a blog talk radio show, but I I don't do it consistently. So, you know, there I am having this. And I've done it on and off over the years. I originally had one called Chakra Awakening when my first book first came out. And I did that for, I want to say, two, two and a half years, something along those lines. So those all podcasted. And they're not under my name. They're under somebody else's network. But they're still out there as Chakra, Chakra Awakening radio show. It almost felt like Rosanna Danazana there for a second. Shakwa. <laughs> Shakwa awakening. And then um, <laughs> it's good to laugh at oneself, right? Um, the uh, I started doing the meditations online, and now there's a nice little archive in there. And I don't do them every – I was doing them every other week. And one week at my store, one week online. And then that got to be confusing. My clients were like, is it online this week? Is it in the store this week? Where are you, you know? So I finally just do it every Monday at my store. But And now there's enough of them in there for people who maybe don't want to or can't buy my all my CDs. Now they have lots of nice options. They can go in and listen to the archives and find pieces. You know, they were a little bit different each week. Some weeks they sounded probably similar to another week. But the idea is when we can quiet our mind, and I did it for myself as much as for everybody else, to have that guidance to keep you focused on quieting the mind, that's when we can allow for other thoughts, other creative ideas, or just inner peace. You know, I say just, or maybe the best of all is inner peace from allowing that time to be quiet. Yeah. How long has your store been open, Margaret? 
We're going to be 28 years old in August. Wow. Wow. I think we met we met on a cruise, didn't we? The Angel Cruise? Well, you know where I think we met? Might have been through my publicist. Um, do you know Gail Tor? I don't know. I think that I got introduced to you through Bintorn Press. I really do. I, I could be mistaken. Aren't you in the San Francisco area? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm-hmm. Well, some of you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was an introduction through a, my one of my publicists because I oh, am okay. blessed with two publishing houses, both Llewellyn yeah, Worldwide and Fintorn Press. So one of the publicists, uh, and they, they're very nice to me with their assistance to have uh, both houses are great in that regard. <clears throat> oh, that's probably that's probably how we were introduced. It just feels like we've so. known each other for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is very comfortable. I have noticed that the first time I talked to you both, and then I, I was like, wow, I feel like I know these ladies, like we're just catching up, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Now, in your book, let's see, I want to go back to this because I thought it was really cool. Um, you have you talk about the Archangel Ariel who brings messages of general health and vitality and you've hooked it up to a ruby. And um and then Archangel Gabriel and you again have brought um uh, a gem to go with that in your book and Archangel Michael um also a gem lapis lazuli um, Archangel Raphael, and uh, that helps to heal yourself and others. And it's a green tourmaline and malachite and oldavite. So, I, you know, this is, again, do you have a glossary that it's easy for people to see through this book that you can bring that together and it's able for them to just look at it visually? Absolutely. So, so what what I find is so in the so that one is more so in the essential guide to um, crystals, minerals, and stones. So when you go to the essential guide to crystals, minerals, and stones, in the back there is definitely a glossary, and that um, you'll find it, or I should say, an appendix on all the archangels and their associated gemstones. And then when you go to the essential guide to aromatherapy and vibrational healing in the back of the book. Also an appendix is all of the essential oils and ascended masters, uh, excuse me, essential oils for the archangels and ascended masters. So that I expanded it a little bit and included some ascended masters in the essential oil book. Then with the archangels and gemstone guardians cards, you can separate these cards out to get to know the archangels a bit more. Like just this, there's um, 11 archangels in the dock now. I'm talking about the archangels and gemstone guardians cards. In the um, deck, you can, there are 11 archangels and four cards per archangel. And that's a good way to get to know the deck, right? You can, like, go through and sort out and say, oh, okay, this one's a Michael, this one's a Chamuel, this one's, um, you know, Uriel, and that way you find until you have them set up in piles of four, and then you can get to, to know and learn your deck and the stones and the essential, and also, of course, the archangels. Yes, yeah, like probably like you- will be a deck for essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like flashcards too. You learn as you uh, play with the cards. That's true. So, yeah. So, do you create flower essences as well? I don't create my own flower essences. I turn to the box flower essential oils that were created or originated originally, let's say, by Edward Bach in the 1930s, and the Bach flower company is still alive and well. And when he created them, um, it, it, they have 38 Bach flowers, and the Bach flowers are for mental and emotional challenges. And the difference between the two are an essential oil is an extraction, extracted from the plant, where a flower essence is a vibrational essence of a plant. So it's not like you're you're putting the plant in and trying to distill the essence out of it. Not at all. It's like like if you match it up with like a, 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 a little uh, drop of water, a dew drop that's sitting on a leaf of a given plant, that is holding the vibrational essence of the plant. Pretty interesting. So that, and then it really, really works. Like I just had my dove passed away, a 26-year-old dove, long, long life. And it was so sad and it was such a grieving process that it wasn't, believe it or not, as long as I thought it was going to be because I took Star of Bethlehem, one of the many, you know, box flowers that are, exist, and it really helps with grief and, and sadness. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So is, is, it, is it a higher vibration than, than essential oils or just a different vibration? I think it's different. You know, I, on one hand I would say, oh, yeah, it's a higher vibration, but not really because I think that, that, you know, when you really contemplate, it's all flowers. You know, flowers and plants are profound. You know, the energetics of them are amazing as far as I'm concerned. And so both of them, you know, they're all plants, so or flowers or roots or whatever, they're still providing a, a wonderful service to us. We're all interrelated and interconnected and everything. We all help each other, <laughs> these plants, and hopefully we're helping the plants and the, and the animals as well. Yeah. The vibration Mark, of the you, earth. You have a, a third book out, Cord Cutting, releasing the energetic ties of the past. And it looks like there's a CD, which really kind of excites me because right now with with the eclipses hitting us, um, it's calling actually for us to let go of a lot of things in our life. And, um, and people are feeling those energies. And it looks like this might be really very supportive and... Um, getting people fired and into the aspect of allowing old patterns to be released and and really um learning how to heat, to hit their healing buttons <laughs> and uh tell us a, just to you know a little bit here we're you're rounding the bend where um our program you know will need to stop but I, I want you to tell people a little bit about this Sure. Well, first of all, just for clarity's sake, it is, in fact, a CD. It is not um, an actual book. So it's not a bad idea to write a book about the subject. Uh, And (laughs) it is incorporated within Chakra Awakening, my first book, and made reference to in both the other 
um, you know, the new book, The Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals and Stones, and The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy. Back to cord cutting. So cord cutting, uh, which I'm doing a live event tonight at my store at the Crystal Garden in Boynton, I provide an, uh, like an explanation on the first track of what is cord cutting. And cord cutting, simply put, is let's use an example, an analogy of a person who had a repetitive, negative, um, confidence-destroying feedback or comments made to them over and over and over again by someone who they thought loved them or was a, someone they respected. And so later on in life, even though they may think they overcame that or there's whatever, there's issues that arose, that they, that they're realizing issues are still arising from that constantly being punched into their energy field and being fed over and over and over again. So they start re- creating patterns in their life because they're believing that that person, that person told them that, that they weren't good enough or whatever it was that they said to them. And so they keep attracting people that are similar, uh, maybe in a different body, but they're still somehow repeating a pattern where they're creating that in work relationships or, or family relationships or uh, romantic or friendships. So because we're all interconnected, we're all related, and we, and we have energy that flows between us, even the us who haven't met each other in person, there's an energy between us. We, all, we talked about that earlier, how we feel so comfortable with each other. Well, in, in the negative side of that, if somebody has a negative connection, that's like a hook that's hooked into you, into a person, and then they react based on, it could be a look somebody gives them, a a voice, a a tone of voice, and it's causing them negative challenges in their life. So cutting these cords with the ceremonial deep relaxation, first is a deep relaxation process, and then into, which is on the second track um, of the CD, then it brings them through a process that is so profound to have a meeting, let's say, with the person. They come up as a holographic image in their consciousness, and they get to talk to them about how that made them feel, get things off their chest, and then through a process using the archangels, the cords are cut, and then a healing process starts. And um, that it's, that's a ritual. I think this the CD offers a ritual for people. And the fact that it's, it, the reason I did it in CD format was because I wanted people to be able to use it for different aspects of their life because there's different things that came up in different times of life that they want to cut cords. Did that all make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. And I have a question. Can It goes far back as a, a past life. Yeah. Actually, it does. So it can very easily be done to re- in regard to past life scenarios. And so this process I use during private sessions when I'm facilitating regression therapy. And it, sometimes it is cutting, necessary to cut a cord from that lifetime. Though I would say mm, probably 95% of the time it's uh, stuff that has or a situation that has happened between ages 0 to 10 years old, the majority, not all of it, but 0 to 10 is a really big time. And it's amazing to me how many people will say they're at 4, 8, or 10 years old, those particular numbers. Hmm. 
Margaret, we have a, just a couple minutes left. Let us give your website out, which is uh, you actually have two of them. One is thecrystalgarden.com, and the other one is margaretamlembo.com, and that's who we're speaking with. We get so excited we forget to give your name out so often through the show. <laughs> uh, again, Margaret, M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, Anne, A-N-N, and Lembo is L-E-M-B-O dot com, MargaretAnnLembo.com. And the other is TheCrystalGarden.com. Uh, so people can go in on your website and order products? Very much so, yes, you can. If you go to TheCrystalGarden.com, you can order products. And you'd even find it through MargaretAnnLembo.com and one thing I want to mention, on either site, you'll see slides going by. And on my site, margaretannlembo.com, slide number five offers you the opportunity to get a daily message from the Gemstone Guardians every other day. So if you want to get it delivered straight into your inbox, they could click on that slide or go to margaretannlembo.com forward slash daily dash inspiration forward slash daily hyphen inspiration. That way you have a little gift from me. Oh, that's great. Margaret Ann, you are absolutely contagious with life. (laughs) Thank you. Somebody called her, somebody called Margaret a a rock star, and I think that's very appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you. you for offering such a wide scope of areas that, that can improve our lives mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, you are our rock star. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you. much for, for being with yeah. us. Thanks for a great Thank show. Thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Thank, Thank you. you. Have God a great bless. day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't diabetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by to get expert pharmacy advice 24-7 and savings on medications and supplies. You can even get rewarded for healthy behaviors like logging your glucose. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Limitations apply for full program terms and conditions. Visit walgreens.com slash healthy choices.